0: Tomorrow in Brussels, Sir Tim Barrow, the U.K.'s representative there, will hand-deliver a letter to European Council President Donald Tusk. It will declare that Brexit has begun, and it will open a two-year negotiation window over the terms of the withdrawal. The letter could also set the tone for what could be rather contentious talks. In January, May warned the EU that, quote, no deal for Britain is better than a bad deal. With us to to discuss what we should be looking for tomorrow and in the coming months is Catherine Barnard, a professor at the University of Cambridge School of Law. Uh, Catherine, thank you for joining us. Um, Tell us what we know about what this letter will say and perhaps more importantly, what, what don't we know yet?
1: Well, actually, we don't know a great deal. The the content of the letter has been kept secret, but it's thought likely to contain more than the simple words, we're off. It's thought likely to contain some of the uh, UK's negotiating position, what it would like to get out of the negotiations with the European Union. Uh, But that's pretty much all we do know. But what we know from the uh, Article 50 itself is tomorrow will be... Uh, the day that Article 50 gets triggered. And that starts the clock ticking. And the clock will run down till the end of the two-year period, which will take us to the 28th of March 2019. And the UK will be out of the European Union on the 28th of March 2019. Catherine, there's only a draft of the EU's negotiating guidelines. When will that be finalized? And does the UK have any say in that? No, the UK won't have any say. It's for the European uh, Council, which is the uh, heads of state of the other 27 member states. It's likely that the guidelines guidelines will be available quite soon. Um, they've already, as you say, been drafted. And what happens next is that uh, these guidelines will be discussed by the uh, 27. There's going to be a summit in June uh, where the UK and the EU will meet to negotiate how to negotiate. And then the substantive negotiations themselves won't start until the end of September uh, 2017. So in fact, there's going to be a rather quiet period, um, at least publicly, then no doubt will be discussions going on behind the scenes, but there'll be a quiet period because the EU's made it clear that no negotiations will c- occur Um, until after the French elections, and the French elections are end of April, start of May.
0: Catherine, what do we think, or what do you think, that uh, Theresa May is going to be pushing for, uh, in particular, when these talks begin? Well,
1: there are two separate issues. Um, One is the question of the divorce, which is covered by Article 50, and then the second issue is the future deal between the UK and the EU. Now, Theresa May and her government want the two issues to be negotiated simultaneously. However, the EU says um, they should be done sequentially. And the law tends to favour... Um, the EU's position, because strictly speaking, any future deal that the UK enters into um, cannot um, be negotiated until it's a third country. A third country is EU jargon for not being a member state of the EU. And of course, if there was goodwill on both sides, it would be perfectly possible for um, a degree of simultaneity, i.e. the two being negotiated at the same time. But the moment the EU is holding hard and saying divorce first, then future deal. Does the EU have the stronger hand here? Yes, um, because uh, the EU knows that once Article 50 has been triggered, the clock will start running down. And therefore, the power very much shifts to the EU. That If the EU doesn't cooperate and takes things at a very leisurely pace, Eventually, um, there'll be a rush up until the um, end of the two-year period to get some sort of deal. And in anticipation of this, um, Theresa May has said that no deal is better than a bad deal. And that's because she doesn't want to be um, essentially having a metaphorical gun held up against her head come March 2019, being forced to sign a deal which is not in the UK's interest. But the way Article 50 is structured is very much puts the boot on the EU's foot.
0: Catherine, we only have about 30 seconds, but maybe you can tell us what will the EU's priorities be in these talks?
1: Money. Money, number one, and sorting out the rights of EU citizens in the UK and British citizens in the EU, number two.
0: Okay, I want to thank our guest, Catherine Barnard. She's a professor at the University of Cambridge School of Law, uh, filling us in on the latest developments on Brexit and explaining to us what might be coming next. It sounds like we are going to be uh, quite fixated on Brexit and the negotiation process over the next uh, couple years because when Theresa May's representative delivers that letter tomorrow, that will trigger a two-year window for negotiations with the EU On exactly uh, how it's going to look when Britain exits the EU. Okay, coming up on Bloomberg Law, the Attorney General says he's going to crack down on sanctuary cities. He's saying they're not doing enough uh, to help uh, federal officials deport uh, illegal and criminal aliens.